You're listening to the Born Teen Podcast with Anthony and Sam. Hello and welcome to episode two of the Born Teen Podcast. Um, I'm Anthony and we're joined by the legend, the myth, Sam. How you doing, Sam? Doing good, man. How you doing, brother? I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Uh, another great day. Um, uh, you know, just being born teened every single day, living that good life. Right. I love being in the house. I, you know, love being able to not go out. And uh, with the weather being as beautiful as it has been, I'm so glad that I can't go out there and enjoy it like the rest of the nation. Yeah, like Isn't who, it wants to, who wants to soak in the sunshine? What are we, the Brady Bunch? Come on. Right. We can so, stay in here. Yeah, yeah, let's get out of this. Let's get out of this. All right. Well, welcome to all listeners. Um, if you have not listened to our podcast before, uh, we are the Borantine Podcast. The purpose of our podcast was to kind of, you know, keep ourselves busy and give you guys something to listen to while we're dealing with this COVID-19 virus. Um, and with that comes being quarantined in your house. Um, so we do want you guys to have that getaway and we want to keep you updated on what's going on as well. Um, and if you haven't listened to it already, go back and listen to episode one. Uh, you can find that and you can listen to any of our podcasts on the anchor app, or you can go to anchor.fm. You can go on to breaker, Google podcasts or Spotify. Um, any of those platforms will get you our podcast and we'd be more than um, grateful if you listened and, uh, you know, give some feedback on that. So, so what, what are we going to be talking about today? Yeah. So, you know, today, um, we have obviously some, some similar format. We have, um, current COVID-19 news. We're going to give you guys that update with, um, the national perspective. We're also going to talk about the perspective of California and we have a little curveball added in there. We've got, oh, we do. Oh, of course, you know what's happening, and it's going to happen every single week. We have a special guest, and we'll introduce him later on in the show, um, coming from the great state of Maryland, all right? Oh, that's going to be exciting. It's going to be nice to get an East Coast perspective, man. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm super excited about this. Yeah, everybody knows you got to get some East Coast in there. There's no Tupac without Biggie, right? We all know <laughs> right, that. Right, right. Those are facts. Hashtag facts. Um, so we're going to bring him in, get that perspective. He will join us for the entire show, including topic two and three. Uh, topic two, we're going to be talking about social distancing grades. What grade did you get? Um, I am a teacher, uh, so grades are very important to me. And uh, social distancing grades are something that I value extremely well. So we'll talk about where social distancing grades stand um, and, and what you can do to improve your grades. All right. All right. And then finally, we're going to talk about something that you will hear every single time. And it's how we pass the time when we are boring-teened. Um, How do we pass the time? And we'll get a little perspective on our special guests and see what they've done on that side of the world. Yes, people on other sides of the country and other sides of the world, they are boring-teened too. All right. So. All right, man. Yeah. I'm excited. So uh, let's go ahead and get into it, bro. Well, before we do that, go ahead and let us know. Um, where people can reach us at via social media, Sam. Oh, yes, that would probably be important. So you can uh, get us at Borentined on Twitter, and that's at Borentined, B-O-R-E-A-N-T-I-N-E-D. Um, if you want to go ahead and email us, you can also email us at Borentined at gmail.com. And if you feel so inclined to, which I hope you do, you can also get us on anchor.fm and leave a lovely voicemail in which we will respond. And for platforms and listening, you can listen to us on Breaker, Google Podcast, Radio Public, Anchor, 
and Spotify. And one other thing, if you also want to be a part of the show, because if you are bored like us, we highly encourage you to contact us and we will schedule you, schedule you in so that way we can do an interview, kind of learn about the area that, uh, that you're from, get some insight in what you're doing, because I'm sure there's only a certain amount of things that we can talk about that what we do to pass the time. So with that being said, let's get into it. Yeah, but we're real quick. Just, just, just oh piggybacking before what? we get into it. Piggybacking off that, just so you know, just so you guys know, there is there is a long line that's forming to get on this podcast. So it's very important that you um, get in line soon. Right now, it's looking like it's starting to look like Costco. There's big lines. We're not letting people in. You know, we got to let only so few in at a time. So get in line now before you miss your spot. All right. So now? with that being said. Let's get into it. All right. So before we begin our uh, topics, I'm going to go ahead and introduce our um, guest. It is a very, very special guest. This guest is a good friend of mine, and he's one of the most people that I know, hailing from um, currently Maryland because this person is a nursing student at the Johns Hopkins University one of the most renowned medical universities in the country, if you don't know what that is, but I'm sure you do. Um, let's say this guy's also uh, a certified yoga instructor, all right? So if, if Namaste had a name, it would be this guy, all right? If Namaste was a person. Also, this person does some jujitsu, okay? And this person is a veteran of the United States Marine Corps. So, I mean, you can't get any more interesting than that. And this person is Navpreet Sander, coming in from Baltimore, Maryland. How are you doing, Nav? I'm doing well. That's uh, quite the introduction, Anthony. I appreciate it. Well, yeah. I mean, for you, it couldn't it couldn't be any less, right? I mean, Sam, am I wrong? Well, I, I have I do have a problem with the way you did introduce him. That I do have to quickly identify. You said your good friend, and then like left me out of it. So I really don't appreciate how you're leaving me out, okay? Because we're all good friends here. So don't try to mean girl me because I'll call you out. Well, I mean, he may be your friend, but he's my BFF, so. Oh, oh is that right. right? So, yeah. I mean, but let's not get into the semantics of it all. Let's just, yeah. let's just, we already know. We already know if we had to. See, oh, my God. It's, you know what it is? It's yeah. that Marine Corps stuff again. Oh, you guys are Marine Corps. We just have okay. infinity towards each other, yeah. That's another bomb. <laughs> That's another bomb that we share. All right. Yeah. So, so um, we are going to be getting a lot of perspective of Nav um, and what he's seen because, obviously, the entire country is affected by what's going on. So it's going to be very interesting for us and our listeners to understand and hear what it's like over in different areas. Um, that was yeah. one of the big things for the podcast. Um, so with that, with, with that being said, um, we're going to go ahead and get into, get into the news of it all. But before we do that, actually, let's, let's talk about how we met, right? why are we putting nav on the podcast we know we're friends we know you know some of nav's um accomplishments so far from that introduction but how did we meet go ahead we all nav go ahead well i we all met when we were at a unique uh place in our lives um we all started junior college i think sam was coming out of the police force you and i both uh we were coming out of the Marine Corps, so we're just trying to adjust into like a regular life again or academic life, if you'd say. But um, yeah. I just thought 
I, th- I thought we all clicked because uh, we we came from a different angle and now we're like, all right, let's try to be successful in school. And we were very fortunate when we started college because we had that office that we always went to, the veterans office. Yes. Yes. No, the Veterans mm-hmm. Resource Center, I think, is such a great tool for veterans transitioning and going to school. It really helps sets us up for success. And the important thing is, like, even though I'd already been removed from the military, and I was in law enforcement. Uh, law enforcement still has that very paramilitary mentality. And so it makes it easier to build bonds with other veterans. And so for me, it was a very good tool for me to transition because, at, you know, being older, you're not 18, 19, 20 years old. Uh, it, it, you, you don't seem to be able to relate with the general population. And so it was nice for me to walk into that office and just vent and have other other veterans, other people go, yeah, I, I I'm picking up what you're throwing down. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I, for myself, I don't know about how your guys' situation went. I never, I never went into school saying that I'm here to make friends. I actually was against it. I was like, I don't want to make friends. I'm not here to socialize. <laughs> I got a job to do. That's get, get done with this as soon as possible if I can have a career. Um, but I guess just being around veterans and having that camaraderie it's, it's something that you need right and it's something that we all had and we're and we're just three of of a, of a group right of a huge group yeah yeah I, that was, I loved it I didn't know about that office my first semester so I was just always kind of go to my classes and then go home and most of my classes were at night so by then everybody was gone already but um yeah but it's a uh, I, yeah, that's my first plug of the day I'll, I'll have a few of those so yeah so no, yeah. Sh- yeah. shout out to Merced College Yes, I went to Merced College. I didn't want to leave by the time it it was time to transfer. I was like, I'll just stay here. I'll get a four year degree here. Right? No, it felt like a well, it felt like a very special group. I mean, we were able to do a lot of things positive for veterans um, that the Merced College allowed us to do as well. So yeah, yeah, it was it was really good. And and I, just one quick thing, I, I was like Anthony when I decided to go back to school because I you know I just went from the military. I went to law enforcement. So me going back to school. Uh, to transition to another career field. Yeah, I went in like, I'm not going to make friends with anybody. If someone tries to talk to me, I'm going to look at them like they're crazy. So like that was my total, that was my total focus. It was mission at hand. You know, I didn't want to mess around. And then you just start, yeah, yeah, you start going into the office for the needs. And then, you know, the staff that worked there um, made it very friendly and made it very difficult to not want to, to hang out and, and be a part of the bigger group. So yeah, thing is, the thing is, when I talked to you, you, you did look at me like I was crazy, but everybody looked at me like <laughs> crazy. So it didn't really come off to me. I didn't want to talk. So I was like, oh, it's just this is how people look at me. <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's why we hit it off so easy. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. All right. Well, so you know now how how we met Nav um, and you guys are going to get to know a little bit about Nav a little bit more um, as we go on. Um and we're just going to go ahead and get through the, these topics and, and mm-hmm. let that kind of organically occur. Um, so first and foremost, kind of how we did in, in that first episode and what we'll continually do, let's go ahead and give, give the people some uh, updates on what's going on around the country when it comes to uh, COVID-19. Right. So did you hear the first thing that we heard about uh, going on around the country is uh, Donald, our President Trump had said that these next two weeks, the death toll is actually going to increase, that this is going to be a rough two weeks, that it's going to be very imperative for us to brace for the worst. That's one of the things that I had noticed right, right, off, right off the gate, that uh, I feel like we, we needed to make sure that people are aware of that. We're, these next two weeks are going to be a lot of bad news. Have you guys heard that? 
Yeah, I just uh, read that this morning. I also read that there's been some efforts to uh, increase uh, PPE production in the country as well. So uh, hopefully the that, you know, the respirator masks will be getting into the right hands because I know that a lot of hospitals, I don't know about California, but I know in Maryland, they've been in pretty short supply. Right. And what about, I, you what's know, the scene like there? Um, well, hold on one, one, one quick second. When you're talking about supply, uh, Anthony and I had discussed this with you being uh, a recent uh, graduate and getting ready to hit the workforce. Were you affected mm-hmm. by the, you know, how they were graduating some medical students two weeks, was it two weeks prior? Or they were graduating. Yes, they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they were. They were getting graduate. I think I read NYU was uh, putting some of their uh, recent grads from med school into uh, work already for uh, my nursing cohort. So what they had did was uh, they moved all our clinicals online, all our classes online. So you're just doing like these online simulations and scenarios, and you know you finish some modules that kind of revolve around COVID education, just to get everybody up to speed. Um, so what, uh, they were doing for us is they're volunteering at call centers. I know some people are, uh, volunteering to make personal protective equipment as well, but we're not working as nurses yet. Mm. But the good news with that is that they're still, um, getting fingerprints in some places, just limiting the volume of people that can come at a time. Okay. So you can get your background check and you can eventually sit for your boards to become an RN. So right. still on track to do that. And, uh, you know, just seeing how the, the climate of this situation, you know, if it kind of rises and falls, if we, you know, as they like to say, flatten the curve. Right. We'll, uh, we'll regardless, we should be um, able to work in a little bit. So, so I do have a, a, the medical profession. How, how do they, cause you know, generally like, you know, like even in the military and in law enforcement, you have boots on the ground and you have administration and administration sure. will do policies that the boots <clears throat> on the ground don't, don't really agree with, you know, in some cases, in this particular case, I, I know I would imagine that this was more of an administrative move to graduate the people early. How is the rest of the medical profession looking at it? Are they for, are they against, or is it still too early to tell as far as graduate, uh, graduating um, the students early? I can't uh, get a gauge, I guess, on everyone. I think um, one thing, so the reason, a big reason that they canceled clinicals for students is because they wanted to kind of preserve supplies for people that are already working, people that are competent in a work um, environment already. So nurses that are seasoned and whatnot. Okay. One thing that uh, was happening like towards the end of my clinical rotations and some of my friends, they, they were telling me cause they're uh, techs at hospitals or nursing assistants as they're known in some States. Um, they were saying that a lot of patients with uh, some different medical conditions were being discharged just because as you, as you guys have probably heard, like uh, patients with uh, existing uh, pre-existing conditions, they were kind of more at risk to be um, infected with COVID. And obviously a hospital isn't the ideal environment to, you know, stay away from an infection, especially a pandemic like COVID. So they were getting a lot of people out, clearing beds up because they knew that the volume would later increase. And a lot of uh, regular medical surgical floors, so that take any types of patients were um, becoming overflow uh, floors for like infectious disease floors. So they had too many patients they had to send maybe I would imagine some of their lower acuity or less sick patients to those floors as overflow if they were going to test them for COVID or maybe if they had already been tested positive for COVID and they're just uh, providing some supportive care for them. Right. Okay. So it's been like a logistical nightmare then. 
Yeah, yeah. And uh, one thing I could say is uh, a lot of uh, healthcare professionals have been pushing to get those uh, respirator masks that I mentioned, the N95s. And I think right. um, they've been like uh, writing to their local government saying, hey, like, uh, so like our governor, Governor uh, Larry Hogan, we've been writing to him saying like, hey, we need more PPE in hospitals so that our healthcare uh, workers can, uh, you know, fight this more efficiently. And it really has a trickle down effect if you think about it, because if you're protecting the people that are exposed to the ones that are positive for COVID, then, you know, they, they're going to go to the hospital, then go back home or to the community. Um, and they, you know, they have kids, whatnot, family members. And so if you're protecting them, it's, it's a, I think it's a critical step in uh, trying to stop the spread or what do they flatten the curve, okay. as they say. And and, yeah. and uh, speaking of the PPE, I I've seen um, reports that like a ton of companies companies that don't normally make masks are now <laughs> switching, you know, on their own deciding to switch their production to mask making. Have you guys seen that? I have. Seen yeah, that. I think I heard something. Yeah, go ahead, Sam. No, I, I have seen that. Matter of fact, because I was looking at trying to get some trying to get some masks from you know myself and my wife when we go out there. Um, you start to see other brands that are saying they're working with companies and they're producing quality masks. The only thing that I do make sure that I'm doing is not purchasing the N95 because I know that that's made for um, medical because medical is what needs that. Yeah. So, and uh, if you don't mind, I just have a, something to add to that is uh, so the N95s, they are very effective, but um, before, before you even wear an N95 mask, you have to get fit tested for it anyway. So, you could be wearing the wrong size mask and not knowing it. So uh, when I was in the hospital, obviously I have facial hair, as you guys can see, the, the listeners maybe not so much. But so when I go in a hospital and I was supposed to and I'm supposed to go to a room that has some kind of contact precaution or the airborne precaution, I would wear a papper. So it's like it's just like this waist thing that you wear kind of it's like a vacuum seal. And it's this big like hoodie. Mm -hmm. And uh, because I wasn't I was never fit tested for the masks. And, you know, if you're wearing an N95 with facial hair, then you don't have a proper seal anyway. So, you know, it, it just kind of goes to show like it, they're not really useful unless you know how to use them or if you have the proper material anyway. But, right. No, that's that's, that's, that, that's very interesting uh, to, to talk about that. I mean, it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's all a tool. And, and just like all tools, you do have to have some type of education on how to use it properly. Yeah, yeah. So my question is, is this something that you have been trained on just before this pandemic? Or is this something that now they're like, we need to start training people as far as proper use of the mask? Oh, this was before the pandemic. You're always you never wore an N95 without getting fit tested. Yeah. So like like when I was in the hospital, I'd wear the papper, which is like a bigger kind of facial looking thing. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Well, it's good. I was, I'm glad that they're preparing our our nursing students to properly use equipment like this because, you know, if, if this was something, I, and I imagine it's something that's not used that often because I don't see nurses and doctors wearing masks all the time unless you're like in surgery, um, those kinds of masks. So uh, it's good that they're preparing people for things like this. So it's good to hear. John Hopkins. Shout out to John Hopkins. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, second plug, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Not a we're gonna school. plug. We're gonna plug John Hopkins many times, so they might want to. Hey, hey did, 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 we, did we mention that our friend Nav uh, went to John Hopkins? Oh my god! Did we mention that? Yeah, he went okay. to the school um, called John Hopkins. Yeah, so John Hopkins. 
Yes. Anyways, okay. So that's that's uh some good information there as far as in, um, with with the country and how that goes. And yeah, the the dark days apparently are here to come very soon. Yes. So let's so, talk about yeah. Let's talk about California real quick, um, and what news jumps out from that. Uh, I'd like to start with that if if you guys don't mind. Um, California, from off the bat, the governor had just announced recently that. Uh, we are going to cancel school for the rest of the year physically. Um, right. Now they're shutting down schools, which is, I don't even know if it's ever happened. And if it did, it probably happened a long time ago. Um, yes. <clears throat> so now schools are going to be transitioning to online learning of all grade levels, which is crazy because how do you teach a kindergartner online? I don't know. But uh, that is something that's going down. Um and that was, in my opinion, the biggest news as far as California goes that has changed over the week. Um, has anyone got any other other news on California that you that might have stood out to you? Well, I know as far as California goes, they're still they're, they are looking at lightening up the restrictions in the first of May. But in terms of sports, I know that uh, Governor Newsom had said that he doesn't really foresee sports like football starting in September for us. Now he said that, you know, he's going to go ahead and look at the data and see what it suggests um, on determining it, but he wants to go data driven. And he thinks that maybe at this point in time, it's possibly like it's optimistic that, to think that we're going to be watching football in, in September. Uh, and so I'm kind of curious to see how that's going to affect if, if he's talking football, then obviously like sports like baseball will be affected as well. And then I know that in California, we received a bad grade on the social distancing, which was a F. And then also in the county that we particularly live in, we've been doing really bad. Um, so, for, so for those of people who don't know, we live in the Central Valley of California, and it's the fruit basket of the nation. And we also supply almonds to the major, like to China, and we're the biggest producer. So... Um, I do have some of my own thoughts on that. But before we continue on about California, uh, Nav, what is Maryland uh, looking like? So I think uh, the tool that Sam was using, uh, it's unicast.com. It's it's like a social distancing scoreboard. Basically, it has the entire country. Uh, So you guys can see I pulled it out in front of you. So Maryland has a C right now, according to this uh, app. And I think it kind of just measures uh, smartphone activity of individuals. So uh, Baltimore city where I live, it also has a C. So, you know, we could improve. uh, um, One one thing that I noticed uh, when our governor had uh, implemented the non, the closure of the non-essential businesses, um, he did it at 8 PM on a specific Monday. I want to say it was either, it was about two Mondays ago. And so one thing that I wanted to talk about is, uh, we, we talk about this term a lot in nursing school. It's called health literacy and just kind of understanding like, um, like what some, like a medical diagnosis or something, something medical related that the provider is trying to communicate to you. Um, but I honestly, I think this kind of goes beyond health literacy. It goes just into like regular literacy. So a lot of people were interpreting that as there's an 8 PM curfew every night. Whereas, like, no, you should be so- socially uh, distancing yourself, you know, 10 times out of 10 or 24-7, you want to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
So I, I, I don't know. I just kind of found that interesting is that people were misconstruing this uh, order by the governor. Um, it's unfortunate because that's, as you guys know already, like uh, COVID spread, you know, airborne. So like people think like, you know, you still see people gathering in crowds right. and stuff in the park. Uh, and, you know, like I, I go on runs and stuff like that. But, you know, I make sure that I'm six feet away from everybody. If I see somebody coming in front of me, I'll move to the side. Or, you know, if I see somebody behind me or something, you know, you'll just kind of like try to stay away from them because, you know, it's it's something that's spread through your breath. So you don't want to. Right. No. You don't want to be in the proximity. Oh, no, man. I, I Social distancing. Don't even get me started on social distancing right now. It has been an yeah. absolute nightmare uh, as far as like yeah. um, I, I, too, uh, I have been running a lot. I, I try to run six times out, six days out of the week. Um, yeah. And, and even on the walkway paths, it's starting to get, it's getting difficult for me to run and maintain a six different, uh, six foot diff, uh, distance. Um, distance. So yeah. I'm having to look at other ways to get my cardio in without having to, to expose myself or expose other people because who knows I could be asymptomatic. Right. I mean, that is a possibility. Um, yeah. And then the other portion of it is I can tell you like, grocery shopping i don't know if you guys have had to go on a run uh, as of lately when it comes to grocery shopping but it's been an absolute nightmare uh when i go grocery shopping you know um i've had to start i've had to start really taking some precautions with dealing with people i almost feel like uh when you're walking in you're going into a combat zone you know have you seen have you seen that <laughs> have, you, have you seen that meme from uh what is it uh from Hunter Games, where it goes, I will go as tribute, and it's got Jennifer Lawrence giving the three fingers up in the air. Um, I know, like, that's how I'm feeling. What's I'm, the I'm whistle? Either... <laughs> yes, and, you know, I'll tell you, like... Oh, my God. <laughs> and I go in there, and I feel like I have to be, like, super tactical. And so, like, there's little things that I'll do uh, to avoid it. Like, I'll walk into the... to the. Uh, they're not called alleys. Row, what are they called? Sorry, I'm having a aisle. Thank yeah. you. Oh my goodness. Well, what um, store are you shopping at? Jeez. <laughs> so I'll go into the aisles, and what I'll do is I will actually use the the grocery cart, and I will uh, I will have it go parallel so it blocks the aisle, so that way someone can't come in and break the six foot difference. I, I'm using it as a barrier. I'm starting to use my grocery cart as a weapon i'm weaponizing that's hilarious oh my god but i mean it's that's where it's gotten to it's gotten to the point where people aren't listening they don't care you know i've seen people coughing and they'll start trying to walk by me and i have to tell them hey hold on i'm gonna leave the aisle back off you know and it's just that's that's just kind of where the shopping is gone because people don't care about the social distancing. They, you know it's, yeah. man has anyone when, experienced this when i go into the store it feels like I, I, it might just be mental, but it feels like my skin is burning. I'm just like, ah, <laughs> it's like acid on my skin. It just, it's, it's creepy. It's awkward. It has, yep. you said it kind of like, it's kind of like hunger games. I kind of get like a walking dead post-apocalyptic vibe when I go into the store, like, you know, shelves are, are emptier than normal. People right. are just kind of like walking amongst each other, but you can feel the distrust and you can feel the get away from me from a lot of people. Right. Uh, and then there's some people, like you said, that they're just living life normally. Right. You know what this is? This is this is actually a dry run. This is a dry run on your leadership. And if your family will li live the post-apocalyptic uh, walking dead scenario, you know yeah. what I mean? 
Yeah. Yeah. And my family's doing a good job. We're, we, we went bulk shopping like crazy and, and we're, we're good for like three weeks without having to leave our house. We're going to be rolling. So, but a lot of people, whatever they're hanging out there it's driving me crazy. It is driving me crazy. And you know, what's really driving me crazy. I just want to throw this out there because I hate conspiracy oh, theories. They're, they're all over the place. The conspiracy, they're burning 5G towers. You see that? They're like, apparently 5G is a secret coronavirus. Like, <laughs> I have like, not read this. Yeah, people are burning 5G towers thinking that 5G is the reason coronavirus. And I have friends on, on like Facebook that are legit. And I find myself on the front lines of several uh, battles on Facebook. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I can't hold myself back. I I do not like to argue on Facebook, but it just drives me crazy when I see people write like these ridiculous conspiracies and then I like and tell me that, oh, you know, this is this is what's happening. Coronavirus was not it was not a natural thing. Somebody was it was created in a lab in Wuhan. Like this is what people are saying. Like and, and they injected somebody with it and I'm like, get get out of here. You you're 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 saying these crazy things that are harder to prove than saying that it's an organic you know, a uh, virus yeah. that is being spread, like, like history has shown in the past, things happen. Um, but that's the thing that drives me crazy is, is those people, those conspiracy theorists, they're the ones that are, that are not listening. They're, they think the government is trying, yeah. has an ulterior motive and they're trying to, uh, you know, shut them down and take away their freedoms. Absolutely. I was, uh, I was talking to my friend about this too. Like this, uh, this is like super damaging. I feel like the mental health, and you know that sucks it's really unfortunate but we kind of have to do what we got to do the country might not have been that prepared the world really wasn't that prepared but you know it's it's kind of like you know what else can we do right now that's what it feels like to me at least right no it i i right the country wasn't prepared for what was was going to happen yeah. and, and again you know just kind of riffing off of you now the, the world wasn't and we're we're learning that we are learning that there are things that we have to have to do without and it has it has been difficult and and that's why you know we've had to I, I you know like we're going back to how you were talking about like logistics and we were talking about the medical profession which which yeah. you're involved in you know it is it, it's it's very important that we have um like the ventilators that they, that they that they start producing these ventilators for for those who survive so i i think that i I kind of at a loss for words here. It is. It's it's very sad, and the mental health aspect I think does get lost because most of us are just so focused yeah. on the virus. I know, like for me, yeah, yeah. I know, like for me, I'm a numbers guy, so I have to find peace in saying, okay, what are the yeah. percentages? Yeah, yeah, same. Right. I find myself looking and being like, oh my god, this many people cured. You know, we have a bunch of positive cases. That's good. People are getting tested. But, you know, this many have died, this many are cured. Like, I, it's unfortunate that any, anybody dies from this virus, but it's just like, you know, it's something that's comforting to myself. And so I'm in that boat with you, Sam. The, 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 on the percentages, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yes, on the percentages yeah. of how low they are. Yeah. No, right. You, you know, going, going back to the grades, if you, yeah. we said that California has an F. Yeah. California's I think California has an F. Has a D, and, um, Merced County has an F. But anyway, yeah. Okay, so California has a D. So California has a D. Like they're passing, but they're not trying hard at all. <laughs> yeah, and they, they don't care whatsoever. And you got Maryland. What does Maryland got? You yeah, said Maryland's it was a got C. a C. I think Washington D.C. is uh, leading the way right now. They have, 
A minus. Yeah. yeah so, oh, wow. So Maryland is like that. Maryland's like that guy that, you know, they're trying really hard, but, but they don't have that medical yeah. literacy, as you yeah. said before. So that medical literacy is yeah. not there, but they're trying. But, I mean, they're trying, so they got to think about it. And, and, and if it, you think about it, it's like a group project, you know what I mean? Like some people are trying really hard and then others, they just like, they don't give a, they don't really care. You know I mean? Oh right. my God. I love yeah. the analogy. I right. love- no, but, but here, here's the thing though, too, is when we look at this, you know, and this goes into like standardized testing. Cause I imagine that the way they're testing everybody and grading everybody, there's a certain level of criteria that kind of comes yeah. across the board. Right. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm yeah, I don't know the app. Everybody, so this is big. I can't, I can't want yeah. everything. So, um, so with that also being said, I would have to say someplace like DC, mm-hmm. Uh, as opposed to, let's say, here in the Central Valley of Merced, I don't know if it's if part of it is uh, lack of trying because I know, like, okay, so you know, federal government workers, I know that a good portion of them, you know, not thinking, of, you know, outside of the terms of like uh, the Federal Bureau of Prisons, where they do have to go in and they have to deal with prisoners, but a lot of other other federal workers can work from home, right? And so, like, you look at DC. The majority, the majority of that population, and if, if I'm correct, is federal workers, which then gives them the opportunity to really work from home. Yeah. So for them to do isolation, it was, seems like it makes sense. But then you look here in California, which has an F, one of the things that people seem to forget, because when they think California, they think San Francisco, they think LA, they think San Diego, they think the beach, the sun, fun in the sun, mm-hmm. right? But what they, what they tend to forget is that California is also an agricultural state especially here in the central valley right so if we're an agricultural state that means right off the gate right off the gate that means that we have to have people leaving the sanctity of their home to go to work right that right there is going to cause social distancing so then once they go to work and they're going to 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 the fruit the vegetable fields the orchards uh, the dairies you know the multitude of different farming and ag industry so they have to pick, they have to slaughter what, whatever, whatever it is that they're doing. You also have to transport it, right? So then it starts to cause this ripple effect because now you have to have truck drivers that are coming in. And then we have to provide truck drivers with what? Gas, right? And we have to be able to provide them with meals. So it starts like this domino effect. So I don't know if it's – I'm sure we can do better. I, I am not saying that we – you know, I'm not trying to totally exonerate, but I think that, that part of it is – what what is it that we're producing what is it that we're doing and i don't know if we really have the comfort of being able to just lock ourselves in the house i i don't know it's just my thought what do you guys think 100 percent. my my brother as you guys know my my parents most of my family's still in the central valley and um you know my brother's always going to work he's a trucker my mom and dad they're both truckers so they're always on the road so you know it's it's really important but i just i just try to tell them i'm like look like you know just try to like you know, roll your windows down, whatever, you know, get some fresh air, not always breathing that whole recycled air. Um, but also just like when right. you go to the gas station, just kind of keep contact with people to a minimum. Don't really touch anything. So, I mean, they, they know my mom's always been very germaphobe. So it's kind of like, she's, she's probably very careful already, but I think like, it, it's good that she's there to kind of like uh, check my dad, you know what I mean? Like she just, like, right. One th- one thing that's kind of funny is uh, it's just kind of a side note. Um, my mom started trucking a little bit after my dad did, but so he used to go on the road by himself. And I remember his breath would always stink, but once my mom started going with him, his breath started getting better. I'm like, oh, cool. So she's finally pushing dental hygiene on him. Like, great. Like, I don't have to like 
smell my dad's breath from five feet away now. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh my. Savage. Wow. I know, man. It's mean, but. That's fired. Oh my. <laughs> it was real. If you were, if you were Sorry. there, you would have you known. You would have seen it, man. It's. Nav's dad, uh, if you're listening, I had nothing to do with that. Sorry, dad. It was dad, really nothing sorry, to do with me. That I'm, was... gl- I'm just saying I'm glad yeah. that, that your habits changed, okay? I'll, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> uh, that... Oh, my God. <laughs> just wash your hands and talk. <laughs> Brush your teeth. <laughs> so so if I'm looking at the – just because we I don't think we plugged it. Uh, we're getting our information from uh, Unicast. Yeah which is a data collecting company and they've made this nice little website letting us know, you know, the grading system. And it is based off of mobility. It's based off of, you know, that, um, smartphones. And, and I believe Nav said it's phones, looking at phones and seeing how far people are, how much people are traveling. So I do agree that, um, that it must possibly be the, uh, have the, the people in there that are going to work. Um, but I'm wondering if, if they've found a way, and I'm not sure if they found a way to differentiate essential from non-essentials in their data as far as the workers go. Um, because if non-essential workers are out there, then then they shouldn't be, according to a lot of places that have shut down non-essential workers. Um, but I, I think their data might – it wouldn't be s- solid science if they didn't take out the essential workers, I think you know, off the bat, but I can't find it on their website saying if they've done that. Right. But there is something here that says that uh, some of the data was reported from the John Hopkins GitHub repository. Great. John Hopkins. We all know where, that they're well-respected. That's where Nav goes, if you guys don't know. <laughs> well, I was just going to ask Nav, what school does he go to? I think it's John Hopkins. I think yeah, I'm no about to deal. be done no there, big. though. So, yeah, I I'm graduating in May, so pretty happy. Well, that's going to be in oh. your on your resume, so we'll you'll always be from John Hopkins. Uh-huh. That's you. Yeah. That's you. It's part of you now. All right. Well, that's that's pretty that's pretty good. Um, the grades. I I do like what to sum it up. I do like how Nav Nav uh mentioned it though. This is like a group project. All right. Everyone's getting their individual grades, but guess what? We're going to get a group grade, and right now our group grade as the United States is a D. Yeah. And being that our group grade is a D, it means that we are, as a whole, not doing our part to contribute to that group. All right? Yes. So we want to get there and get – and no one wants a D. No one wants a C. B, A, that's more like it. That's where we want to be. And it's going to take the people that are really bringing us down. And if you look at the map on unicast.com, the, the states that are dark – orange those are the ones that are struggling and they look like a lot of uh rural areas so i think that you know if if what you said sam could be correct as far as the agricultural aspect of it affecting the data wow but you know what's interesting is you hear a lot of news coming out of florida but they actually have a c minus which is not too bad compared to the rest of the country they're right above the average so you think we should probably open our beaches back up i won't go there (laughs) <laughs> uh, Florida took forever uh, to shut down their their state. It was crazy. You know what? I, I'm not going to pick on Florida because Florida's just so yeah, easy. Yeah, I'm just being anyways. a bully now. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. We're just, just bullying. bullying on Florida. So, so, um, so I do. I am kind of curious if you guys don't mind. I, I'm kind of curious to what uh, Nav's doing to pass the time. If if 
if you don't mind asking or, or if you if you guys want to still talk about covid we can no let's let's push through let's push through it's about time we lighten the mood a little bit and talk about passing the time this is the Borantine podcast and and it is all about being bored on por- quarantine and and when you're bored you have to be creative yeah. so now now what are some things that you've done to help pass the time while you're on lockdown it's, it's actually been good to me uh, my friend and I, we're starting a book club, and uh, the first book we're uh, planning to read is Thousand Splendid Sons. I've already read it, but uh, it's basically, it talks about, like, um, Afghanistan and how uh, girls can be forced into marriage sometimes, and uh, basically, like, it's 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 good. Um, I don't, I don't want to ruin the book for you guys, but it's it just kind of shows, like, the dynamic between a wife and husband. And uh, and okay. I don't want to paint Afghanistan with this broad brushstroke either, so that's why I'm kind of careful when I talk right, right. about it. Um, other than that, like I I was delving into card tricks for a few days, and like I I was trying to practice them through FaceTime with my mom, and like she's just like I saw what you did. She she's just th- seeing through all of my BS, and I'm just like, all right, maybe this isn't for me, but it was it was a good try. Uh, Sam, you mentioned running. I tried to run a little bit as well. Right. Um, I uh, actually one thing that I did is um, you guys mentioned that I was teaching yoga in the past. I I uh, actually uh, have held Zoom yoga classes. So wow, ooh, is there a plug here? I, yeah, actually, why not? I will. Uh, I'll post it on my social media next time. I'll send it to you guys as well individually. But last time I did it, it was just a few people from my cohort. I was uh, planning to invite more people from my school as well, or in my program, nursing students. You know, kind of we're we're going through this together in a way. Um, other than that, I, I played Call of Duty a few times with Anthony here, Warzone. I know that's gotten pretty popular. They they um yeah. they've been um offering a free download now for Warzone, I believe. Yeah, it's a free download. So if you're if you're somebody that you know you you don't play games like I don't play games all the time, but I have time, so I'm like you know what I'll download the game. Yeah, it's it, it's fun for me because I play with the boys. Yeah. Um. So and Nav is one of those boys, and and we go in there and we make things happen. So that's all oh, I got. Is that right? You guys make things happen. We lock it down on the war zone. Okay. Right? They okay. Don't, when they see us, they start running the other direction. Okay. All right. Well, that's all about to end for you, pal, because you're about to start working again. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna start working again, but I'm gonna get my war zone in as much as I can until then. So, so I want I want to go back to Nav though. What's up? So, look, as I said, guys. Jack of all trades. He's doing book clubs. He's profound. He's nursing student. Got Zoom yoga, jujitsu. Now he's a magician as well. No. Um, so, so we we know one thing. Nav is you, a. I'm not you know rolling what, in that's for sure. You know, you know what? He does have like that do, uh, that David Copperfield look to him, especially with the beard that he's got going Interesting. on. I mean, let me Google this, this David guy does, Copperfield person. You don't know David. Oh, this guy just has so much going on. It's crazy, and I, and I want to let you guys know right now. He, he's a very very smart man, and I'm looking at him. I, we have him on Zoom right now. I'm looking at him right now. He is not wearing a monocle. Guarantee that. So if you're thinking that Nav is not wearing a monocle, so uh, I know he's a very profound person, but you know he he just he's just a regular guy. He just happens to do so, everything. So I pulled up David yeah. Copperfield, and you guys can see him because you're on Zoom with me. I don't see yeah, any I see resemblance it. here, but well, he's older than you. Look at a young David Copperfield. Okay, let me type yes. in David Copperfield yeah. young. Yeah, there yeah. we go. Yeah, because you're, yeah. you're a young whippersnapper. Sure. Yeah, and and sure. do you have, do you perhaps okay. own a monocle? I'm, do you unfortunately monocle? not yet. Maybe I'll have to order one on Amazon. It could get here in five weeks. I, so I think it's a non. <laughs> yeah, probably <laughs> considered non-essential at this point. 
<laughs> Monaco. I, feel, I, I, I feel like Monaco is essential for you. Okay. It is essential. I'll, uh, I'll write that in the notes. Maybe they'll they'll be compelled and just send. <laughs> they'll go back to their old ways of two days. Oh my god! Well, did you? Oh, oh, sorry. I, I backtrack here. I actually read that the unions are trying to advocate for Amazon delivery to shut down. Oh, I did not hear anything about that. Yeah, hold on. Let me. Yeah, I saw. I saw something like that because of the, uh, a lot of the non-essential stuff that they're having to. The people in the warehouse are having to load up and stuff. They're not mm-hmm. very happy about that. The workers are are not happy it looks like they with being at work they closed the delivery center in queens new york already which is kind of fair like we all know what's going on in new york right yeah granted new york has a c uh, on the social distancing they're shutting it down yeah they're doing well i'm actually very impressed with 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 the governor i didn't know who he was but yeah no and and, you know and i I mean don't get me wrong like with everything that's going on I, i absolutely respect what what they're having to do because safety is important, but I don't know if I can, uh, how we're going to go without Amazon, <laughs> you know, that's it. That's Amazon, Amazon shuts down. We're done. So, yeah. Yep. I think it's, uh, it, it's about to go down if it, if they shut it down. I mean, I've been getting so much Amazon. My wife's getting packages every single day. Almost. Really? It's like, I have this pile up of boxes that, that I have to break down because I have no wow. room in my recycling. Really? Mm, yeah, it's really? like it's it's so predictable that we're gonna get a package that I could just see people standing across the street like uh, those guys that collect tennis balls at a tennis match, and the minute they drop the package, I can see them just sprinting across the street, grabbing the package and taking off because they know it's gonna be there. So I could totally and, see that happening. And these are all essential items. No. <laughs> Anthony, oh my God. what are you doing? Some of them. <laughs> oh, oh, no. I, I'm not the one doing it. Tell my wife. So, uh... <laughs> he just threw his wife uh, under the bus. I'm not spending no money. To this? But some of the. No, she's not. Some of the. <laughs> she's not going to listen. She's like, whatever. You do what you got to do. I'm not going to listen to that. Oh, uh, no. Some of the items are essential because um, I'm currently expecting my second child. At the end of this month, what? Um, you didn't know that? No, wait, maybe, but uh, no. Yeah, my I wife. Guess you, wait, wait, wait. I guess you guys weren't as close as you all thought. Uh, I, I told you, you know this. You know this. <laughs> my wife's not. My wife's nine months pregnant. Oh wow. Um, and and uh, we've been buying some stuff for the baby, which is essential because she needs to have a place to lay her head. All right. So, but but Fair enough. speaking I take of hospital, back, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Just, well, you. But Just, you know what, though? We gave him an opportunity. I asked him if these were essential. He said no. So he did it to himself. I said some were not. Some were not. Absolutely. But some of them are essential. So it, right. it, it's a little mix. You so you can throw some non-essentials hole. with the essentials. Sure. It's like, hey, I'm going to buy a, a pack and play. But while I'm at it, let me get a let me get a, a fairy garden for my daughter, too. You know? Well, well, I know I had to get grilling gloves yeah. recently. And that is essential because yeah. that's for cooking. Well, no, my brother, my yeah. brother, he has a toddler at his house too. He shares, uh, we share prime accounts and I, I always get emails cause I'm the primary user and he's, uh, he's ordering a bunch of stuff for his son. He just got uh one of those, uh, mini basketball courts and he sent me a video of it. Uh, the other, was it yesterday? Great. He had his first slam dunk. So I'm excited. Like you got, you got, uh, oh, that's super sweet. you got a LeBron James on your hands. Yep, and Uh-oh. it's 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 the social distancing and it's the lockdown that's going to cause your nephew to be a NBA superstar. Yeah, this lockdown is going to make him put other players on lockdown. So watch out. 
He's gonna <laughs> he's gonna lock him down. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I like it. I like it. They they actually my nickname when I played basketball was the warden because I always lock people up. Oh boy. Right? <sighs> Oh my God! All right, look, man. Maybe you're getting a little okay. stir crazy. Maybe you need to get out there yeah. to the world. You're getting a little delirious, yeah. dude. I'm just so, saying. So did you? So did you guys know? Since we're talking about all all people being locked up, did you know my uh, son turns 21 in? Uh, oh yeah, 13 days. You should you should do Dang. a themed a themed drink for him. You know what's what's a nice like what's a clever name of a drink that will kind of be synonymous with this lockdown. Hmm, that's interesting. Um, Corona. Oh my God! What the hell? Yeah, buy him a Corona. What? The- <laughs> this, this hey, you know, actually, w- what I was thinking about doing is either like setting up like a Zoom account or yeah. a uh, Skype link and putting it on Facebook so people can cheers them. Yeah. Ooh, uh, you, you know what would be better? Oh, I, I want to make this better. I'm sorry. Before you even move on, you know what you should really do? You should buy him two 40s and tape them to his hands. Make him do Edward 40 Edward hands. Edward 40 yeah. hands. And we'll watch him. That way he can't touch his face either. So. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, yeah, exactly. I, I, I'd be down. Come on. We can play. That's, it's been I'd, a while. We were, I'd watch that. Anthony and I'd I were, watch the Edward 40 Anthony, hands. you'd have to play. You were in the Marine Corps, remember? I've played. I've played before, but I'd say I'd say that right now I hardly drink adult beverages, and I and I can't even get through half of one forty probably. Fair enough. Maybe I'll so. drink like twelve. <clears throat> yeah. <sighs> I so, know. Okay. You guys said that California was looking at May to kind of open up non-essential businesses again, but um, that could be extended. Obviously, what what's something that you guys are kind of looking forward to? when this uh ends oh you know i have if and when i I guess yeah because right now it's still up in the air um anthony well for me you know i'm like i said in the last podcast i'm a i'm a homebody so this is nothing new to me but the one thing that i would like to i would look forward to two things i'd like to look forward to one is the store is going back to normal all right so Mm -hmm. that it's not so chaotic and when you go to the store and the second thing I'd like to look forward that I'd look forward to is, um, well, make it three. The second thing I look forward to is going back to, to work where I can actually work, you know, see my, my students, see my kids. Um, it, it's a very good, I love my job and I love interacting with the kids and I don't get that anymore with the lockdown. And then the third thing would be going to the movie theater. I'm a big movie theater oh, yes. goer and I would love to, to, be able to sit in theater, which is a hotbed yeah. right now. So if they opened it up, I would definitely not go into the theaters until this is cleared. Right. No, guys, for me, yeah. I, I was, I was sorry, Sam. I was going to say go ahead, Nath, that, no. um, look into, look into Sweden. They're doing some kind of experiment right now with the social distancing thing. I don't know if you guys read anything about them. I think, uh, some, a lot of non-essential businesses are still opening. They've placed uh, some different restrictions like uh, sporting events and movie theaters, I believe are open just uh people are more spread out but um yeah it's, it's worth looking into it's obviously like nobody knows how it's going to turn out but i just i just thought it was like a, a nice uh like little interesting um approach exactly. to the whole thing yeah no that is yeah check it um, out. yeah no, okay so uh for me to kind of go back to answering what i what i'm looking forward to yeah. is i'm actually looking forward to going to work i start my new job on monday Woo. Um, and thank you, Woo-hoo. thank you, thank you. And I'll be starting from home. 
Nice. Because, you know, uh, and I'm blessed that, that they're able to do that. But I'm actually looking forward to going to my office and sitting on my, my desk. You know, uh, that's one thing that I'm looking forward to. The other thing I'm hoping is that this gets, uh, and I know this is like extremely optimistic and highly unlikely, is that uh, this gets lifted before June. So that way I can go to Costa Rica. If not, I look forward to when it is lifted for me to go to Costa Rica. Yeah. And are we doing this in threes? Are we doing this in threes or is, or is two, two? Whatever, good? whatever you like. Well, well, the third one, the third one would be, I would really, I was looking forward to baseball this year. Ah, uh, um, man. I had, Sorry. I had, I had tickets for the first home game for the, for my baseball team, the Oakland athletics. And well, you know, mm, yeah, that's some, I, I'd second that I'd, uh, sports. I can't believe I, I didn't think about that. All right. Now, what about you? What are, what are you looking forward to? Uh, so I don't know if I told you guys, I will be starting a job here in July at a hospital local in Maryland. Um, I'm looking forward to just kind of like, uh, I made a good community here going back to jujitsu, uh, just kind of exploring Maryland as now a resident rather than just a student. Uh, it's kind of nice knowing that like, hey, I'm not just a transient person here. So yeah, hopefully I'll be able to see the Central Valley, you know, again soon, see my family, but you know, safety is paramount right now. So yeah. Well, congratulations, that. man. Hey, congratulations. hey, congrats to you too, Sam. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yep, you. Congrats. Well, I, I think gentlemen, this, uh, concludes the, uh, the podcast, uh, unless, uh, Anthony, do you have anything? No, no, not at all. I just like to, I just like to, uh, make sure that you guys know that if you want to be in, in nav spot and you want to have a nice little chance to be in our podcast and share everything in your perspective, you can always contact us via social media, our social media platforms. we got uh, Gmail, which is quarantined at gmail.com. Twitter is at quarantined <clears throat> and you can go on to anchor.fm. Uh, look up the Morantine podcast. You can actually leave us a voicemail. If you just have a general question or topic that you'd like us to, to talk about. Um, so that's all I, I'd like to share, um, as far I, as that goes. I have a tidbit on that is, uh, I, I, I can't promise you that they'll be as obnoxious about the school you went to when you're on the show. So, well, <laughs> unless you go to Johns Hopkins, John Hopkins. I mean, the only other sure. school you can probably go to is Princeton, Stanford, or, or, um, or Harvard for us to hype you up like that. Right. Uh, John yeah. Hopkins. Come on. I mean, they're getting yeah. data from John Hopkins, but uh, we'd like to thank John's, Nav for being John's on the show with an S. John, I said John's John's. Oh, okay. John's uh, Hopkins. It's okay. I not one John, I'm but not two Johns. Offended. There's I'm, two Johns. There's at least two Johns at least, but is, is it, is it plural or is it ownership? Like it's John's Hopkins. The there's no, the there's no, like it's the one guy's name is John's Hopkins. Yeah, there's two Johns. Um, anyway, we like to we'd like to thank you for being on the show, Nav. It has been yeah. a pleasure. It's been great to hear about what is going on on your side of the country, getting that healthcare perspective, getting the perspective of a man as interesting and profound as you. I hope your <laughs> book club goes well. Of, um, Central Valley, yeah. Absolutely, and I, and I also I also uh, want to plug this. Get on Nav's Zoom. Uh, do you have like a name for your Zoom yoga? On oh, my Zoom? Uh, I'll send the link out uh, to you and maybe you could uh, share it if you want. Yeah, we'll share We'll share the link yeah. via our and social you guys, media. You guys, I know you guys have been in my yoga classes before, so you can join again I have, well through Zoom. I, I, have, I have fallen asleep in one of his yoga classes. So if Same. you want to be so relaxed where you fall asleep yeah. at the very end, 
then you want to hit this yoga class. I felt um, teaching before, so we won't get there. It, amazing. Yeah. That, that's how relaxed you are. So, <laughs> so yeah. So, so it's been great having you, Nav. Uh, we hope that you keep listening to the show, and we hope that we can get more of you guys out there on our podcast, so we can share this experience with a third person. Um, where can we listen to the podcast, Sam? You can listen to it on Anchor, or you can listen to it on Google Podcasts, Breakers, Radio Public, and Spotify. And we're actually working on Apple Podcasts. That's something that is in the works, and it should be uh, fixed here soon, and get it, and we'll get that on there. Um, without further ado, with that being said, uh, we're going to go ahead and sign off and be, be tuned in for this and be ready to listen to Episode 3 next week. Um, we hope you guys have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Born Teened Podcast.